Hello and welcome to Superfancast. My name is Chris and this is Season 3, Episode 4. This week I've been channeling my inner Viking, I've been revisiting the least Christmassy album of all time, and we talked to Sam Jones, who is quite possibly the world's greatest Christmas music fanatic. Riding solo today, uh, and for the next couple of weeks, Matt is back on the ship for a few weeks. They needed his expertise, so he's gone to do a stint for a few weeks uh, cruising the Mediterranean. And he'll be back in the new year, so sadly you only have my recent listening to hear about. That means no masks, no awesome band names, uh, yeah, no prosthetics. Well, actually, yeah, no prosthetics, but we do have a, a, some theatrics here. I've mostly been going full Viking um, this last week, cycling back through some old Wardruna. Massive Wardruna fan. It's not, definitely not the first time you've heard me mention Wardruna. They had an album out this year, though, uh, which, you know, it, it wasn't um, any different to anything they've done before, but... You know, everything by them is amazing. And um, yeah, so I've been, so been cycling back through the back catalogue of Wardrina. Also been listening to some Heilung, who are not massively different, a bit more theatrical in their live performances, Heilung. And they also have a male and female vocalist, which mixes it up a little bit. I think also Heilung don't sell themselves as kind of Nordic Viking sound. Uh, you know, I, I think they, I could be wrong, but I think they sell themselves as um, historical music from the Iron Age, Bronze Age, or whatever. Um, but but either way, it's 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 kind of got the same vibe. And someone on Twitter recommended to me a band called or a musician called Danheim, who I hadn't heard of. I've been listening to a little bit of Danheim. This is one guy from Denmark. Uh, he's not got a band behind him. He has only been making music since 2016, but he's got eight records out since then. So he's working pretty hard in the studio. That's a bunch of LPs and EPs. They're not all they're not all full uh, full length releases, but there's still a lot of music. And he's made a, um, a, a bit of an impression on on that particular scene. He's pretty similar to Wardruna, to be honest. But it's impressive that it's just one guy. He did feature on three episodes of Vikings, the TV show, which is kind of like <laughs> that's that's the mark of success, isn't it, for this genre? Yeah, but it, it, he's really good. He's really good. Um, sometimes Danheim's music is possibly a little more polished than Wardrina, but that could just be in my head, and it's kind of... It, I'm really digging for a criticism, really. It, it's, it's really good stuff. It's yeah, super atmospheric, time-travelling music, really honest, natural sounds. Yes, yeah, stunning percussion. It's all about the percussion and, and the, the range of vocals as well. R- really good stuff. I would strongly recommend it. And if and it, anyone else has got... A recommendation in that ilk, in that vein, that they want to pass on to me. I'm always looking for more stuff. Always looking for more stuff uh, in that in in that space, definitely. But but those are the three bands that I've been I've been hitting the most in in the sort of Viking sound is uh, Heilung, Danheim, and, and Wardruna. And then and then the the muddy boggy setting of Danheim's music made me feel so unChristmassy. It made me want to keep chasing that feeling. So what is the least Christmassy album of all time? I've talked about it before on the podcast. In my opinion, up there near the top of the list has got to be Caligula by Lingua Ignota. Yeah, so like I say, I've talked about this before on the podcast in great detail, I think. Um, Caligula was Lingua Ignota's third album. Well, Lingua Ignota is a young lady from the US called Kristin Hayter. And Caligula is uh, is an experience that you 
you know you don't forget it it's extreme classical metal noise experimental yeah it's it's a very interesting listen and it it touches on themes of pain and abuse and mental anguish and anger it's got influences of of opera and noise experiments and definitely some metal influence but it's really kind of, it's so emotional and thought-provoking and it's just not an experience I've ever had before from music you know listening to that record is is so different to to everything else and maybe there's a whole genre of music like this that I just haven't discovered but for me this record and, and other stuff by Lingua Ignota as well I think she's amazing but this particular record Caligula is just so interesting so interesting but it you know it will it will put out all of the Christmas lights in your house so I don't know if this time of year is necessarily the, the best time of year to be listening to it. But, you know, if you're a Grinch, get into it. If you're not a Grinch, then uh, your time has now come. Because this episode is is all about a Mr. Sam Jones, who uh, we we were introduced to on Twitter, who is a, a Christmas music super fan. Sam has released a Christmas single every year for the last four uh, four years I think three three or four years uh, and he has a single out at the minute stay tuned do listen to the end of the episode you're going to hear Sam's current single and uh, we'll, we'll also give you all the details of where you can stream that where you can purchase it um, and and how you can support him so that we don't end up with another year with Elton John or Ed Sheeran or you know someone who's already got enough money and really doesn't care that much about Christmas at number one uh, if we could get if we could get just a few sales in the pocket of, of someone like Sam, that would be amazing. But anyway, take take a listen to this interview. I had a chat with him just yesterday, so it's fresh in my memory. Um, Sam was fantastic, and uh, I hope you're going to enjoy it. I've always loved it. I've always loved Christmas music, and I, th- I think a lot of it does come from, you know, happy childhood memories and, like, um, I made a little note of a couple of songs that really sort of stick out in my head. And one of them is um, In Dolce Jubilo. Um, and my mum always used to say how much she loves it. And I, for years, I was like, I don't know what that song is. And she was, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, and then there it is. And you hear it. And it's like the da-da-da-da-da one. Did you, did you know it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Funny. I've got family members who that's their favourite song. Yeah, yeah. Times so you hear it all the time at every event. My mum absolutely loves that that song, and it's one that for years I couldn't have told you what it was called. I just knew it. Oh, wait, that's that instru- like that sort of jazzy instrumental one. Um, and the other one that always sort of sticks out is is Slade. Merry Christmas, everyone. And my old man's a big fan, um, so I can remember hearing that quite a bit as a kid, and he was very into that sort of. I remember it being on a lot. Um, I often say, um, which I'm sure we'll get on to, but like me and my brothers are very um, well. We're all musicians of varying standards, um, but mum and dad aren't aren't musical. But there was always music in the house. So on like car journeys and stuff, there was always a lot of music being played, and so it just sort of stuck really from from being kids, um, hearing all all the classics and not been able to tell, work out what the lyrics were for uh, Band-Aid and stuff like that for years. Mm. And then 
the other one that I remember really, really clearly and remember having probably buying it on cassette just about maybe an early CD single was um, Fountains of Wayne, Alien for Christmas. So Fountains of Wayne of Stacey's mum fame, really. Um, they're a bit of a family, um, bit of a family band for us, really. So I love them. My mum and dad love them. And I, I've got a few friends who I was like, well, still friends with them now, but they kind of got into them because like, we liked them. And so, yeah, Alien for Christmas or Fountains of Wayne. I can't remember how old I would have been when that came out. But got a really distinct, you know, memories of listening to that in the car and sort of having that on repeat. And it's one that I say to people, oh, I love love the Fountains of Wayne Christmas song. And people don't really know it. So it yeah. is one of those sort of, I think you get, I get, think you get that with music generally. Yeah, I was going to ask that because, you know, every year, as you're definitely aware, uh, you get <laughs> the same sort of 20 Christmas songs on every channel throughout the Christmas season. So what are your... Other than Fountains of Wayne, what are your favourite Christmas songs? So, because they're not going to be um, Mariah Carey, are they? No, no. I mean, I think it's got its place. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I like, I like a bit of a mixture, to be honest. I, um, I really like a lot of the old crooners. So, like oh. you know, like Sinatra doing sort of, um, I'll be home for Christmas. I love um, the Christmas song, the Nat King Cole one. I love that. I think they've got this lovely. Um, I try and do this all the time. Try and describe music, and I'm, I I can't really for all my uh, um, ambitions of being a proper musician. I still don't really know what I'm talking about. Like feel is the best I can describe it. I don't know what it is. I think it's something in the recording and in the strings and stuff like that. It just feels really kind of like it kind of wraps you up a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I, I love that early stuff. I I, I guess it'd be sort of. 50s and 60s those sorts of singers um but then equally i'm a sucker for for the classics you know like i think i think fairy tale in new york is one of the great songs not just one of the great christmas songs i think it's like if you if you sort of maybe change the chorus of that song a little bit you've got like a hit for the ages i mean it is a hit for the ages really yeah but i, I think it's sort of that, that that's a song that really transcends the season and there are a few bits and pieces like the newer stuff i suppose i mean i say the newer stuff the leona lewis one you know from, from the x factor she did um one more sleep but that song's probably like knocking on for 20 years old itself now but yeah i i don't i quite i like my christmas songs to be christmas songs really i mean like i'm um generally i like i listen to a lot of punk music it's probably what i'm into a lot of like sort of I suppose rock, I guess you would call a lot of it really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really go in for like punk versions of Christmas songs, if you know what I mean. Um, my brother Rob loves the Bad Religion Christmas album, but I've never really listened to it. I do like him to be kind of quite, you know, quite traditional and quite straight with it. And the other one that I love, that I always get grief for, is is Coldplay's Christmas Lights. Do you know that one? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, apologies. I'm not the biggest Coldplay fan in the world. I'm not not one of those people. I don't mind Coldplay. I think they got, I think they get a bit of bad press. But that is a good Christmas song. I love that Christmas song. I got to say. Well, I'm gonna have to cut that out now. Mention oh, sorry, Coldplay. mate. Sorry, <laughs> I do apologise. I do have a friend who refers to Coldplay as the uh, musical equivalent of boiled rice. Oh wow, I like that. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can you can have that one, mate. I haven't ever heard of a Christmas music festival, but have you ever been to a Christmas music festival? I guess the nearest to that is, is sort of like your carols by candlelight sort of thing. Do you frequent those? I do, I do. I'm hoping to get to a couple actually in the next next week or so. Um, it's, it's. I do feel a little bit guilty because I, uh, I'm not a particularly religious person, but a church at Christmas time is quite nice if, if you know what I mean. Um, and, and my kids go to a, a Church of England school, so we'll go to like their nativity and their carol service and stuff, and it's lovely. Um, but no, no, the the Christmas music festival. I think I think there's something in that though. Um, it's something that I've thought about in the past about maybe trying to put on i i got halfway down the line of trying to organize something but then it was pre-pandemic and then obviously that happened which has sort of scuppered plans a little bit and mm. never really got it back but sort of like i think it'd be quite cool to get sort of like seven or eight miles maybe five or six different bands everyone comes along does a couple of christmas songs you get a choir and all that kind of thing I think, I think there's something in sell. it. Yeah, I think that would sell. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I need to get my... See, this is it. This is... Uh, we'll come on to it in a minute, but, like, this is the thing. You get these all these Christmassy ideas at Christmas, and then you're kind of a bit late for a lot of it. I spoke to a guy, and I sort of was chatting with him about it. He said, Sam, that sounds really good. That's not a great idea. He was like, but I ain't coming to play your Christmas gig. I'm not playing Christmas music. I was like, well, that, that's quite all right, great. That kind of um, puts pay to that a little bit with some people. But, yeah, I think there's something in it, because, like... Yeah, I think it'd be quite nice, you know, soft lighting and you know, nice candles and all that kind of thing. And then, yeah, get some get some rock and roll bands to come and do some like do do the hits. But back to your music, then. Have you been making music your whole life? <sighs> yeah, more or less, I would say. Sort of like a lot of people who pick it up. I started playing guitar, sort of, I don't know, twelve years old, something like twelve, thirteen. You sort <laughs> of, for me at least. I mean, I I say usually like. I guess people who can really play start a lot sooner than that. Um, I'm quite a, a like a functional guitarist. I I'm not great, but I'm okay. If you know what I mean, that sort of thing. I sort of got to a point of I was probably I don't know, probably sixteen, seventeen. So I've been learning for a few years, and it was kind of like reached that point where it's like if you want to get better, you're gonna have to really put the work in. And I was kind of happy with what I could do, so I like. Like I mentioned before, I, I like a lot of punk bands. Like Green Day was sort of like my first musical love. Well, that's not true, actually. The Eagles were my first musical love. Um, Mum and Dad used to get um, this, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but like a sub- subscription where they would get like three CDs a month sent in the post. And one of them happened to be the best of the Eagles. And for some reason, I put it on, probably like the cover or something. And I loved them for years. Yeah. Um, and then I got a bit older, and yeah, then Green Day came along. So I could play a lot of like, the punk stuff, and I could sort of do what I needed to do, really. And then I, um, me and a couple of mates started a, started a little punk band and that kind of thing, which I do now with, with a, a different group of friends in the main. So I'm in a punk band. But yeah, so like, there, was, there was a bit of a period of time where I, I didn't play for a little while, for one reason or another, just sort of other interests, sort of. The, some people I was, would play with weren't around so much anymore. So we sort of like, some friends went off off to uni and that kind of thing. And then I got back into it with, with, well, with the Angry Barrels about five years ago. And I had a couple of little bands in between that we sort of messed around with. 
And yeah, then 2019, I uh, thought, you know what? Let's, let's, let's write a Christmas song. <laughs> okay, so that was the first one, was it? 2019? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like I was saying before, you, you get these mad Christmas ideas at Christmas a lot of the time. And I've, like I said before, I've always loved, loved Christmas music. And like it would often get to Christmas. And I'd think, I reckon I've got a Christmas song in me. I'm going to write one. But then you sort of like, you get caught up in, in all the, like the general Christmas activities and all that kind of thing. And you don't have time. And then by then it, it's too late really to sort of record anything. And then, yeah, 2019, I just, just bit the bullet really. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it this year. This is happening. So sort of August, August 2019, just made the decision, booked, booked two days in the in a studio and thought, let's do it. Let's, 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 write, let's make a Christmas song. And started writing it, which is weird in August, I won't lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my wife still, she doesn't know, sometimes she'll, uh, she'll catch, like, she'll come into like the dining room. She's like, what are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? And I'll be like... Oh, I'm listening to Christmas music and it's like the middle of summer <laughs> and she's like, you're a moron. What are you doing? <laughs> and, you know, it's just to try and get those sort of, if something comes into my head, like, you know, or if I'm messing around, it's like, oh, that's cool, but that's not, that's not something for the, for the punk band. This is, uh, this could be a Christmas song. Here. And so, you know, fiddle around with that for a little bit. But yeah, that, that was the first one, 2019, which uh, we did, uh, if you love someone this Christmas was, was that one. Um, what did you do with that? Did you just circulate that sort of locally with friends and family, or did you release that on uh, on streaming services? And... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's on it's on the streaming services and stuff. The big thing we did for that was uh, we did a big, well, I say a big video. The video was more interactive with people. Is interactive the right word? I'm not sure, but basically it was a you know the Bob Dylan video where he's holding up the cards and he's he's throwing them around and he's right you know the song lyrics are coming out yeah. sort of start out that's uh oh subterranean homesick blues but anyway so the so the the concept for the video was that we would I would send messages to my friends and family and they would write a Christmas message on like a sheet of card and then like sit on their sofa and sort of hold it up and you know you could sort of people would write messages to loved ones and stuff like that. So I did a lot for the video from that, and that was really cool because I've got a friend who lives in the states who, um, you know, made this sign or, or you know held it up, and I had a friend who was living in Africa at the time, so he sort of made some quite nice connections through it, and then yeah, and then it was just through sort of social media sharing it around, and mainly the video to be honest, the video got not you know not massive numbers, but did some had some pretty good sort of YouTube hits and. Uh, views on the facebook page and then we sort of sold a few cds sort of uh, at local things we did like an open mic night and stuff like that which is probably the nearest to the christmas gigs that we were talking about before um but yeah that was the first one and it was really good fun you know they're all good fun to be honest um we sort of it's a good opportunity to to get sort of family and friends so that when we do the christmas songs like my family and my wife's family they all come, you know, we come and we all sing group parts together for it and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like, I get my kids to do bits and pieces for it now. Um, cause, cause you've heard the, the latest one, haven't you? I have. Yeah. And I was also going to ask actually, before we get onto the latest one. So I've seen the video for your, for last year's, uh, I think it was last year's and this year's. And obviously there's some, some home video in there, but also yeah. there are some bits with, uh, recording as a group and the, there's some, some bits with you sitting there playing 
and uh, lots of family or friends around you. So now I'm wondering, was that all done? That wasn't done at Christmas, right? That must have been done a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, we try and record generally the half term of like the October half term because it feels like you're starting to get into those sort of wintry months and stuff. But yeah, no, and and I m- massive respect to everybody who who you know they all get get into the swing of it. You know, they all get their Christmas jumpers on, and when we have a like. I'll get everyone together a couple of weeks before and, you know, my wife's nan will cook us mince pies and, you know, we'll, we'll, someone will find a bottle of mulled wine from uh, the Christmas before and we'll all sort of try and get in the spirit while we sort of fumble our way around trying to get the, the group parts up together. Cause you know, everyone, everyone's amazing. I got to say, everyone really kind of buys into it. And there's a little bit of like, Oh Christ, are we doing this again? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> you know, uh, no. Am I rich and famous from it yet? No. Well, we're doing it again. <laughs> um, so it's, yeah. It's a, it's a fixed tradition now. You're already thinking that next year it's going to happen. I think so. Yeah. I've I've sort of thought that I don't what I don't want to happen is like to do a bad one. If if you know what I mean. I do want to get out while I'm ahead. But I think I've got one more in me. One more would be nice because that'd be five. You know, five originals, five B sides. Could do a little compilation album and then see what's next with it really i think awesome so have the numbers been increasing since 2019 yeah the online numbers have been um don't sell so many cds now i think people who were kind of to begin with were like oh this is cool we'll support this thinking it might just be a one-off um but yeah the online like they're not huge at all i i don't even know what they are off the top of my head but like what is nice and this this is probably going to make me sound a bit pretentious but it's nice that I'll, I'll see someone who i haven't seen for a while and they go oh man i heard your christmas tune it's wicked this year and yeah. a friend of mine messaged me and he was like oh um he was like are you doing the christmas thing because i've not seen anything on your facebook yet and i was like oh yeah yeah i just haven't haven't got it started yet and he's like i'll make sure you do because he was like i like following it you know so when we record it you know i do little videos and little like clips from like when we're recording and stuff so it's quite nice that like it's kind of seeped in a little bit for some people where they're like, oh, yeah, Sam's Christmas single this year, that kind of thing. And, yeah. you know, it, it's quite cool because, like, you know, like from like my kids who are sort of, well, four and six now, my, my two, they get to come along and see, you know, what I do. Otherwise, it would just be daddy goes off for the weekend. Because normally, you know, if I'm recording with the other band, not that it's a regular thing, but, you know, it's just like, oh, daddy's going to record and they don't really know what happens but it's cool to take the kids so they sort of know but then equally it's cool like my wife's nan she's like well into her 80s and she loves it you know she she first time we did it she came along and she was like i never thought i would do something like this and it's really cool to think that you've you know having this sort of shared experience with people through it did it did that make me sound really pretentious no, sorry not <laughs> no not at all i liked it very much so this year's single is out now Yes, called on my list. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's on streaming services. There's a there's a, a video out. Yeah, and you also have a Facebook page just for your Christmas special. That's right. Yeah, very modestly named, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's on um, Facebook and Instagram. The page um, where you can sort of see all the updates. And yeah, it is it's uh, the Samuel Jones Christmas special. Yeah, the videos on there. The videos on YouTube, but that is just. Uh, on like my sort of random 
YouTube account. It's not like a designated like dedicated thing. Uh, but yeah, the Facebook page and the Insta page are probably the best places for more info. But yeah, it's on it's on Apple Music and it's on Spotify. So if your listeners don't mind adding it to their playlists over Christmas, that'd be lovely. We and like this is one of the in this house. My my wife says oh, rather listen to this than any other Christmas song on the radio. Oh wow! Can I oh, quote I her on that? She's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit over Christmas music, but she likes yours. It's it's um you know it's upbeat, it's fun, it's it's funky mm. and rocky, and you don't expect that to begin with. It takes a little while to 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 really to rock on. Yeah. Um, and also it's quite quite different to last year's tune, which was a bit more. Yeah, it didn't kind of have that kind of punky undertone that this year's tune's got. Yeah, yeah, it feels this this year. It feels like it's a bit more. Whereas the others have been um, almost about Christmas, this one feels like it's a little bit more sort of my Christmas, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it, it feels a little bit more, and I do think, yeah, once it gets going, I feel there's more of sort of you can you can hear sort of like the the slightly punkier influences that you're saying from from the other stuff that I play and the other stuff that I listen to, and yeah, and it's it is a little bit more our you know like my family Christmas. I can't take credit for the for the vocal for the sorry for the lyrics in it because it's the chorus is um there's only one thing on my list all i want for christmas is another christmas and it's something that um our dad's always said to us dad's always impossible to watch on for christmas dad oh i don't know socks and you know all that sort of thing and then yeah my old man he just come out with uh all i want is another christmas really and it's like oh and you stop and think about it and it's 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 quietly poignant really you know it's uh but it's really nice, and there's. It started off that was just going to be like a line in the verse, and the more I thought about it, the more I thought, Do you know what, this needs to be like that. That's the real kind of heart of the song, really. So he sort of shuffled a few things around and pushed that to be the for the chorus, and it's really nice, you know, because it's something that you know, that, you know, you don't make no fuss at Christmas, Dad, and all that sort of thing, and. Yeah. You know, he's just quite happy to sort of be there, and that—that's really sort of the heart of the song. Like I said, it's that just—just just give me this again. That's fine. Let's just just be here. You know, let's just make sure we're here next year, and and that—that's all, all all I need, sort of thing. And there's bits in the song that are kind of on Christmas morning. There's a bit where I I sort of always try and go outside for like just just for like five minutes because I always think that like your house is so busy on Christmas morning, and there's so much like excitement and joy and sort of happiness inside and then you go outside and there is it is just silence and it's like pure like because everybody else is in the house having this sort of like magical moments and like and it's just something really kind of peaceful about it and it's almost like you go outside and it's like you know deathly well not deathly that's the wrong word that's uh but you know there's that really quiet moment and it's like okay yeah this is this is nice and it, you go back in and you kind of let it kind of wash over you again i suppose yeah. um and there's there's a line in the song about stepping out into the christmas still i should know the lyrics really um so yeah, that, that's it's been really nice this year to sort of get a few bits, those sorts of bits in, and um, there's bits that, like little phrases that the kids use around the house that you try and I've tried to like work into them as we've gone through. And your kids' and, voices in there? There are some kids' voices in there. Aren't yeah, yeah, yeah. Not quite so prominently in well in, in the group vocals, but then there is in the like the middle of this song, there is a little um, little clip of them I recorded on Christmas Day last year, mm-hmm. and it's just them sort of 
excited that there's presents and that my little girl says that Father Christmas didn't bring her any coal and, you know, it's really quite sweet, really. <laughs> and it's just, I just like to capture those sort of moments, really, because sort of things can be a bit fleeting sometimes and it's nice to sort of capture them. And they'll they'll come a time where they they'll, they won't want to do it. And while they're young and they're still still happy to do it and I'm not completely embarrassing them, it's quite nice to get them involved, really. Would you like to introduce your new single and, um, and we'll take a quick listen to that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is uh, on my list by uh, the Samuel Jones Christmas special. Awesome. You invited the stars to shine through your window one Christmas night and I, I asked the snow to fall. Said all that you wanted to hear The bells that ring out at this time of year On an otherwise silent night There's something about a tree in the front room Lights on the house And knowing it'll be here soon there's magic in the air Step out into the winter's chill On a Christmas morning, cold and still Hear the voices of Christmas past The singing out And I only want to hear Songs that sound familiar Songs about getting stuck in the snow And tells about a reindeer told me this All I want for Christmas is another Christmas So there's only one thing on my list All I want for Christmas is another Christmas I've always felt the same way When I wake up early on Christmas Day It's never gone away It's in the gifts we gave The time we spend and the love we give away the memories we make So as the snow falls around us The stars light up the night before Christmas Take the old records down and blow the dust off Start to let them all play out again Now do you remember when you told me this? All I want for Christmas is another Christmas So there's only one thing on my list Christmas is another Christmas Tree in the front room, lights on the house. 
first genre superfan. Thanks for that, Sam. That was amazing. As I had a look at Green Day, since you said that uh, you, were a, you were a big fan of Green Day when you were younger, did you know Green Day had a Christmas song? You know, they got a Christmas song called Christmas Time of Year, and it's as, it's as awful as you'd expect it to be. Yeah, it's, but it's just a Christmas song, really, but with um, Billy Joe Armstrong's voice. Yeah. Look, if you want to support Sam, which you should, because it's people like him uh, that need it, you should stream his tune. You can find it on, well, I found it on Spotify and on Apple Music. I'm sure you can find it on other streaming channels. It's called On My List by the Samuel Jones Christmas Special. You can also find Sam on Facebook on the page The Samuel Jones Christmas Special. And you can find him on Twitter under Sam J S A M J one one one. And again, I'm sure he's in lots of other places, but definitely check out the tune on, on Spotify and, and Apple Music, stream it there, show support and get in touch with him on uh, on Facebook or Twitter to send some love. And that's about it for Christmas Superfancast. As always, we want you to, to head over to superfannews.net and leave a review there. If you've got a Christmas album that you love, go post a, uh, a review for it on Superfan News and keep that community going and growing and if you want to get in touch with us so you can be featured on an episode, you can also do that on superfannews.net via the contact form. Or you can email us anytime on superfancast at outlook.com. Find us on Twitter and on Facebook as well and, and, and all those regular places. Have a fantastic Christmas, whether that means going down the, uh, the lingua ignota route and grinching for the next few weeks or going down Sam's route and probably having a, a far happier time. Whatever you choose to do with your festive season, enjoy it, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. As always, stay safe, everybody. Keep rocking, and we'll see you next time.